So today's topic of today's podcast is going to be how men can change the world, how you can change society, more importantly, because, hey, to be honest, you're looking around society right now and you see that everything is fucked up. There's school shootings everywhere. There's all this crazy shit going on. Women are trying to turn to men. Men are trying to turn to women. All these crazy things. And all this can be stopped if you listen to this podcast and you actually truly take action after listening to this podcast. And I'm going to start out with a quote. So, as men, we have the power to change society. Society's problems are a direct reflection of weak men. Masculine women are a direct reflection of feminine men. Children are a direct reflection of their parents. Absent or weak fathers cause the son more likely to be in jail and the daughter more likely to be a stripper. All of society's problems are caused by weak men. Weak men create hard times. But that also means hard times create strong men. Maybe you grew up without a father figure. Or you never really had guidance as a young man. And you were always surrounded by women, which made you more simpy. Life isn't fair. As a man, you have to accept that feminism and society is against you from day one. Instead of hoping to get easier, become stronger and face those challenges. Eventually, you will inspire others around you to become better versions of themselves as well. And I wrote that quote because a lot of men can relate to it. A lot of guys who listen to my podcast can relate to what I just said now. Maybe you grew up without a father or your father was weak. You know, your mom was always yelling at your dad. And you notice that your dad was a little bit simpy. He was a little bit, you know, more submissive. And that caused your mom to be more masculine, your mom to be more angry. Because when women are masculine and women are in their masculine, they become more angry, upset. And they don't like it. They don't like being in their masculine, but they have to because it's a, it's just something that goes on in their brain. Going back to caveman days, right? If the men died, the women would have to take on that role. There's always a balance of masculine feminine energy. And this is always going on. There's never a not balance of masculine feminine energy. It's always a yin-yang type of thing. So going back to caveman days, if women were to not have men around them, they would have to take on that masculine role to survive. Hunting, fighting, and that's just a survival mechanism to keep them alive. It's not natural for them. It's their only way of survival. But a lot of women rely on their men to stay alive, right? Because back in the day, men, they were hunting, bringing the food. They were killing. They were fighting. They were taking over tribes, right? They are growing the tribes. They are you know, reproducing. You know, now, now today, since society is so easy, right, guys could just stay at home, watch porn, play video games, and they're not getting attacked by saber-toothed tigers. Women can be individuals and work and, you know, act like men and go to college and do their own thing. And they're not getting attacked by saber-toothed tigers either, right? But if we were, I guarantee if we were getting attacked by saber-toothed tigers and fucking animals trying to attack us all the time, I can guarantee you all the roles would go exactly back into place. The women would start acting like women and they start looking to the men for protection and then the men would have to stand up and the men who didn't stand up would die. They just completely get rid of all the men 
who couldn't stand up for themselves. And the women would only go towards those top men. And they still do. You see this today. The, the average men, the average guys, 97, 97% of the dudes, or 90% of the dudes who are average, considered simpy, they're, they're not a top 3 percenter, right? These guys are overlooked. They're completely invisible to women. Average men are invisible to women. The only guys that women are attracted to and all women are attracted to are the top 3% of men. In high school, it was the freaking quarterbacks. It was, you know, all the guys on the A team, right? It was all the dudes who were on varsity. You see all these girls attracted to these guys, all these girls sitting in the bleachers for these dudes. They weren't watching the nerds in the library reading a book. They weren't all gathered around watching all the nerds play video games or their fucking Nintendo Switches during recess or lunch. They weren't doing this. You see this today. They all line up. They all gather. They all dance. All girls are cheerleaders just for this exact reason. So they can be seen. So they can be noticed by these type of dudes. Right? And so people forget that if we go back into caveman days, and I promise you, if we did, and we probably will eventually once you know we hit a certain time point or a time period where everything fucking destroys itself, and it talks about this in Hard Times Create Strong Men, you know, hey, we have to learn the hard way. And I, I'm starting to believe, you know, I started to think that, okay, maybe we could kind of reverse. We can kind of go back in time from self-destruction. But as we're looking at it right now, it's leading towards self-destruction. And it is what it is, right? You can't control it. It's going to do its own thing. But the only way to be prepared for it is to make yourself stronger, to prepare for it. Because if the time comes and when the time comes, I don't think it's a time of if or if it's going to happen. It's definitely a time of when it's going to happen. Either way, there's going to be something that's going to cause either an outside force coming in or inside forces coming against each other, which is going to cause self-destruction, especially in America. And right now, it's literally just men against women. This is what society wants. They want men against women. They want to make men least desirable to women. They want to make women least desirable. How do you do that? Well, you turn the men weak by feeding them a bunch of Hollywood movies, a bunch of BS shit taught in school to make men weak and complete robots and non-individual thinkers. And by doing so, men are naturally just going to let things fly by. They're going to be floating around and being an average dude. If you if you turn men into simps, guess what's going to happen, okay? And you guys see this in Disney movies all the time, how the Disney movies are always representing men as dumb, you know, like super, like, retarded, and they're super simpy, chasing and pursuing the woman, and they end up falling in love with the girl after chasing and pursuing her, buying her all these gifts, buying her all these things. And it sounds nice, right? You you want to buy a – it sounds nice because in the movies it's like, oh, yeah, you want to buy a girl all these things. You want to give her all your time, your attention, and she's going to reciprocate it, right? That sounds nice, right? It's like – but then you try it in real life, and then every single girl you try doing that to doesn't like you back. She hooks up with the guy who doesn't even like her. She's hanging out with dudes who don't give a fuck about her. And then you are over here trying your heart out looking like a retard. This is how it is, right? And all guys have to learn the hard way. And when guys learn the hard way, they search up my podcast and they start learning the truth on how women actually react to things like this. And I talk about this all the time on my podcast. And if you haven't listened to my podcast, I highly suggest you guys go listen to the podcast. Um, But yeah, it's super important that 
men have to act like men. And when men act like men, women act like women. I see too many guys nowadays expecting women to act like feminine women, acting like high-quality women. But all they do is they watch porn all day. They they give girls a bunch of money They with no with nothing in return, like just free attention, free validation. They're always fucking texting girls, FaceTiming girls. And they get upset when girls don't like them back or when girls aren't acting the way that they want them to work. And it's like, dude, they're a direct reflection of you. Like, the girls you guys are dating are a direct reflection of you. And I can promise you this. When you guys were simps or you guys were not high-quality men, the world and the universe likes to hand you people just to test to see where you're at in life. And I remember when I was younger, and I didn't really understand women or I didn't really understand myself, more importantly, the world was always handing me low-quality people, low-quality women, because I was insecure myself. And when you're insecure and you're seeking validation, you accept anyone that comes into your life and you try to either wife them up, you try to make them your best friend, you try to give them all this attention and time because it's just your insecurities. And when you start to be overcome these insecurities, you start to look around and you start to see all the shitty friend groups, you start to see all the low-quality people around you, you start to see all the low-quality women, and you start to move on. And so when the universe hands you these women, you're like, nah, I don't want that shit anymore. I don't want a girl who you know shakes ass on Snapchat videos. I, I don't want that. And I don't want dudes who are who are into those type of girls either. I don't want to be hanging out with dudes who are a bunch of simps. And so the universe knows, like, okay, cool. They'll try handing you once in a while just to test see where you're at. See if you truly believe in what you're saying and truly believe in what you are saying or doing, right? And so the universe will give you these, these people. And once the universe knows that you're ready, they're going to start handing you more high-quality people. And when I started Alpha's Only Club and I started – you know, my path and my journey before Alpha's Only Club, you know, the universe gave me a lot of high-quality people and a lot of high-quality women to me. You know, it's not like I'm always with them 24-7. Some of them I, I moved on past, right? And, you know, that's it, right? Who cares? It is what it is. But the universe is always going to give you more people just like you because birds of a feather flock together, right? And so to the guys who are listening to my podcast, you guys have probably realized you know, some of these questions, and I wrote some of these questions down, which is, who notices that most men are simps? Who notices that most women are low quality and belong to the streets? Who notices that your teacher doesn't drive a fucking Lamborghini? Who notices that those who believe everything popular, and they're always following a trend, are the most depressed and the most unhappy? Who notices that those who don't give a fuck about society and do what they want, whenever they want, are the most happy, but they face the most challenges in life? Who notices these things? If you don't notice these things, stop listening to my fucking podcast. You're probably a, you're probably still a robot. You're probably still an NPC, and you're probably still a beta male simp who loves giving women free attention and free validation with nothing in return. Right? Why do you think OnlyFans is doing so well? It's exactly that. It's a bunch of low quality people, low quality men who give women a bunch of free money, attention, and free validation because they have low self esteem. If all the guys in the universe Stop paying women because they actually love themselves. If guys actually start loving themselves and they actually value their time and their money, do you think OnlyFans would exist? No, it wouldn't fucking exist. This is just the reality. But it does exist for that exact reason because they marketed off men who have low self-esteem and don't value themselves. That's just the reality. And that's how they make all their money. 
and they also fucking have a bunch of girls who, as well who belong to the streets, who have no father figure. And it is what it is, right? It's just a perfect combination of girls who belong to the streets and guys who love giving out free attention and free validation with nothing in return. And that's why it does so well. And if you do notice these things, you're on the path to becoming a 3% man. And if you don't know what 3% man is, the 3% man is one of the three men out of 100 that a woman meets and is drawn to because he understands who she is and better yet, understands who he is. And the only way to understand women is by understanding the world and being just looking through everything from a third-person perspective, stepping out from yourself and just looking at the world as just a realistic point of view. Not all this fantasy bullshit, not this fucking fairy tale dumb shit. Straight up looking at the hard, cold truth. Once you can look at the world as a hard, cold truth, you start to realize all these truths. And you start to realize, damn, since day one, since I was a little boy, school, feminism, all these things were trying to tear me down, trying to keep me from being a masculine man. And I remember this in school. I was always getting in trouble. I was always getting bad grades. And that was so bad. That was so bad. But you know what I was also doing? I was starting my own businesses. I was trying to make money outside of school. I was more focused on making money than learning about some dumbass English class or some dumbass feminist class in my in my school, right? I I was not about this. And uh, we had one feminist teacher. I think this <laughs> I had a lot of experiences with feminists that kind of made me just hate feminism. Just completely despise it, especially when I was younger. I remember we had a PE teacher who was a female, but she was a total dyke. Haircut short, um, tried dressing like a dude, whatever. Total dyke. And I remember, you know, she would always, you know, be so sexist towards all the dudes. She'd be like, okay, all the girls, um, they get, you know, they get a bunch of, like, free candy or whatever. They get a bunch of free, like, food or they get a bunch of, like, you know, extra points in the game to start out with. Right. And and that was and I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Why aren't any of the dudes getting this shit? Right. And then she'd go tell the dudes to go F off or she'd go tell all the boys in the class to, you know, start start doing something else. Right. Or start, you know, do this or do that. And it was completely unfair. Like we'd be playing sport games and, you know, it'd be guys versus girls. I don't know why this feminist teacher thought that was a good idea, but the guys would be crushing the girls in all the sports. And then she would try saying how the girls won because the guys cheated, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and all the dudes, we would look at each other like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? Is this girl retarded? And I just remember this girl was such an open sexist towards dudes. I remember her openly saying that, you know, things like girls are smarter than boys or, like, girls are way better than men at a lot of things. Girls can do everything a man can do. You know, all this dumb freaking bullshit i remember hearing this shit when i was a little kid and imagine me the only kid in that class to actually not be a fucking robot and be like yes this is the correct this is the answer this is the answer to life like a bunch of probably other dudes who listen to that bullshit right because they probably heard it from home from their mom and then their father is just like oh, okay whatever honey whatever whatever you say i agree with because i'm hoping we'll have sex in the future it's like dude like no like i was totally aware and I was always aware of these things. I was always aware of school, and I always hated school for that exact reason. Because I knew that, dude, 
this feminism bullshit is built into the school system. It's built into the teachers that teach this shit. And I knew it was a programming that they were trying to get me to believe. And I thought I was the only one. I remember in science class, I spoke about this in another podcast. I was in science class in high school. And these girls walked into the class and started talking about how men and women are equal and we need to be treated as equal. And I, I, I rose my hand and I was like, if we're equal, why is it that men are physically stronger than women? And this is in science classes. This should be a common science knowledge. And they got mad. They got upset. And they were like, no, that's no. Men can't, women can do everything a man can do. And I looked at the whole class and they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, I was kind of agreeing when these girls were talking about being equal. Like, yeah, okay, that sounds nice. And then they're calling me crazy for men being stronger than women. The guys are like, yeah, this is not true. You know, maybe some feminist girls are like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know about that. And then one of my other buddies, you know, I inspired another friend of mine around me to raise his hand and ask a question as well, which was, you know, if if men and women are equal, you know, other th- they were saying, oh, m- women don't get paid as much as men. And he was like, yeah, they just choose like jobs that don't pay as well. And then everyone's like, oh, shit, like truth bombs are dropping, right? And this was in high school. And I remember getting pulled out of uh, the class by my teacher. And she was saying I was being disrespectful. She pulled out me and my buddy from the class saying that we were being disrespectful towards women. And um, I said, no, fuck no. Take me to principal's office. Principal's office said the same shit. And so I was like, all right, cool. I texted my dad. I'm like, yo, like, I'm, go- I'm in the principal's office. I'll tell you why, but expect a phone call. He's like, okay, son, right? And, you know, I went home late that day, and my dad was like, good job. Good job. Good job for standing up for what you believe in. And just that reassurance from my own dad, like, really was important. I think a lot of guys don't really have that reassurance from, like, their father, right? So a lot of guys growing up, you know, they might try to test the waters of standing up for what they believe in. But then they don't have a masculine father figure or a masculine figure to back them up. For me, I had a friend, and I had my own father with me. So I knew, okay, I could actually fight for my beliefs, not only because I was younger, but if I'm going against 30 people, I want to be able to know I have people behind my back who believe in the same thing. And if there isn't, I'm still going to try my best to prove my argument, right? To just remembering, like, how everything was, you know, and going back to caveman days, you it was really important. Like, guys, as men, we have the power to stand up for what we believe in and fight for it. If we were in a tribe of men and we didn't like what their belief system was, we could either fight for our beliefs and we might die for fighting against the whole tribe, but we might get other men in that tribe who agree with us and we would fight against the other part of the tribe. And then whatever tribe is the strongest or whatever group is the strongest that belief system carries on right or that member of the tribe that man from the tribe leaves to go start his own tribe he takes the people with him to start his own tribe and that's that's the basic important value of being a man is that you have the power to stand up for what you believe in women they they don't women are programmed by society Women are programmed to believe whatever society believes in. And I talked about this starting the Cooper. I talked to, and Andrew Tate talked about this as well. You know, when women 
back in caveman days, if women disagreed with something in the tribe, they were not able to fight for it. They would die. They would literally die. And if they were outcasted, just like how the man would be outcasted, they wouldn't be able to survive on their own. They wouldn't be able to survive against mountain lions and saber-toothed tigers. They would die. But if a man was outcasted, he would be able to survive. So this goes all back into the caveman days of survival. So women are programmed with this in their head to if they don't follow society or what's popular, they are going to die. And that's just how it is because they're always thinking in a survival mode. Okay, which man is the strongest? Which man is the best? Which man is going to keep me alive the most? Which is going to give me and my offspring the highest chance of survival? That man right there, right? They're always looking for that top dude. And this is just the reality. And I remember talking to Sterling Cooper. I was like, yo, when I was getting canceled, I remember all the girls I was having sex with or all the girls I was sleeping with or most of the girls I was sleeping with or most of the girls I used to have sex with or had sex with or the girls who wanted to have sex with me were trying to cancel me along with everyone else. And so I was questioning. I was like, why were these girls trying to cancel me? And Sterling Cooper said at best, he was like, because like, if these girls don't, follow what society is following and they're not following the trend they're going to be outcasted women are socially outcasted they die they literally die in their heads they are they're so always so fearful of dying right and so it is what it is right and this is how it is like sure like sex reality is sexist reality is misogynistic it's just this is the reality like i'm just saying the reality and if you can't accept the reality for what it is then it is what it is. You'll just stay in the matrix. You'll stay a robot. Like I don't know what else to say. Um, and I think Andrew Tate brings up that topic the best of the matrix. It's like, dude, so many people are stuck in the matrix. And so many people are so dependent on the matrix, they're willing to fight for it. So many people are so dependent for the government, they'll fight for the government. Even the government's against you 24-7. Like, it's crazy. And it's so interesting. But once you understand that reality, you understand how to navigate the world and you understand who's against you and who's with you. And I think this is super important why I create Alpha's Only Club, why I started making videos is so I could find other like-minded men or other like-minded men can find me, listen to my videos and understand that there are other men who've gone through the same experiences, who have done all the things that they've done, who have done the things that they wanted to do, and I'm living proof of that. You know, I show, okay do this when it comes to women and i use those tactics and i have videos of me getting with girls in public at parties doing all these things you know i don't say things that haven't worked i think the issue today is so many people are not pre-qualifying their belief system they're using the same belief system from either society or their family and i had to adopt my own belief system from my family from society from the school system from everybody I had to adopt my own value system based off what I experienced. And so what I experienced was being a simp was not didn't make me happy. It didn't give me the results I wanted. It didn't give me the women I wanted. I wasn't happy. I was always seeking approval from others. And I realized this belief system I have is not benefiting me. I need to change something. And so when I changed something, I realized doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do and start my own business, say fuck you to all the teachers in school, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. I was the happiest. I, I, I was able to create something much larger than anyone could create. I was creating Alpha's Only Club, which was hosting seminars with hundreds and hundreds of men 
joining these classes at 3, 4 in the morning, 2 in the morning, 1 in the morning, all over the world from whatever country they're at to listen to what I had to say, to talk to other like-minded men. Do you think school, do you think people wanted to join school? Do you think this many men wanted to join school and do this and stay up at 1 in the morning? No. Guys were voluntarily joining my seminars to talk to me and talk to other like-minded men, ask me questions and get their questions answered. People were staying up in the middle of the night. People were, you know, just staying there for hours and hours and hours. My seminars would last three hours straight, and people would be staying there the whole time. I'd have 100 people maxed out in the Google seminars. And it was it's just living proof that people need to hear what I have to say, and people want to hear what I have to say, and more importantly, it works. It's not what I'm saying is, oh, yeah, it's great to believe, but it makes you depressed. No, dude, people are believing in all this transgender crap. People are believing in being a simp. People are believing in uh, girls are believing in having sex with a bunch of men. And then all these people end up depressed. They end up unhappy. They end up fat. They end up all these things. And it's like, did they really pre-qualify their belief system? No. See, my belief system is going to make me rich. My belief system is going to make me happy. My belief system is going to make people around me better versions of themselves. My belief system is going to make me a better version of myself. And it's always going to keep me accountable. See, that's my belief system. And I built this belief system based off of what works and what I've done in my life. And maybe things might change. And that's okay. Maybe your belief system changes after you experience things, right? So you might believe for a long time your parents' value system and their belief system until you realize that it doesn't work for you. And I talk about this in my podcast, Create Your Own Value System. And this is and why every man needs to create their own value system. Because you can't be a man unless you create your own value system. And the power about being a man is you could create your own value system and your own belief system and you could fight for it. That's the power of being a man. Women can't. Women can't magically come up with their own belief system and their own value system and be the only one they need a man they need a strong man or they need to society to believe the same thing that they believe in that's the only way and that's the reality is that's not going to happen right and especially with a lack of strong men but at the end of the day whatever that girl believes in if she's dating a high value man and that guy's a fucking g and he's a pimp that girl's always going to believe in what he believes in at the end of the day, every single girl I've dated, I, even the feminists, even the girls that, with daddy issues I dated, they ended up taking on those beliefs and value systems that I believed in. I remember a lot of girls be like, oh, my God, you like Trump. Oh, my God, Trump's disgusting. And then we start having sex. We start dating. And eventually they all start liking Trump. Wonder why. And then when we broke up, they'd go back to their programming of society. Exactly why they the same girls try canceling you, or all these same girls end up being friends after they break up with you, or you break up with them. They all somehow come together, right? And it's just how it is, right? And a lot of you guys can notice that as well. It's not just me, but let's go back to the document that I have. So I have a quote from Kathy Zhu, Chinese American conservative political commentator so she said toxic masculinity 43 percent of boys are raised by single mothers 78 percent of teachers are female so close to 50 percent of boys have 100 percent feminine influence at home and 80 percent feminine influence at school toxic masculinity isn't the problem the lack of masculinity is boom 
And I have a website. It's called Father Absent Homes Implication for Criminal Justice and Mental Health Professionals. Introduction. The number of children who grew up without a father in the home in the United States has reached concerning levels. There exists a considerable research base that suggests that children raised in a household lacking a father experience psychological problems with greater frequency than children with a father at home. No shit, right? So, number one, perceived abandonment. And there's like a bunch of outcomes. I'll read all of them for you guys. Children who grew up without fathers may come to resent parental figures due to perceived abandonment. True. You see all these people who have daddy issues freaking hating men. And I have a, I'll, I'll do a little quote from uh, David Dida as well. And I think it's, I don't want to fuck this quote up because it's a very important quote. But pretty sure it's, the man's ability to receive masculine energy is a direct reflection of his relationship with his father. And that's super important. And I've said this quote before, but you start to realize if you try to, you know, correct or hold some other guy accountable or you so hold uh or you call some other dude out for their bs and they don't take it well or they can't take or receive masculine energy well that's all due to their relationship with their father and their ability to receive his masculine energy and you start to notice this is all the dudes who are simps you know you try to tell them get your fucking ass up and go to the gym and they either start crying about it they start getting all depressed and it's so weird because if you tell a normal dude who has a healthy relationship with his father, he's like, hell yeah, let's do it, right? He's like, he doesn't get emotional about it. He's like, yeah, let's get in that work, right? And that's super important, right? Attachment issues. Attachment refers to the deep emotional bond that develops between a caregiver and a child. The children who come from a father-absent home are more likely to experience attachment-related problems than those from a two-parent household. Number three, child abuse. Many previous publications have linked the absence of a father in the home to higher risk conditions for mother and their children. Children that grow up in such households are more likely to be, uh, more likely to be the victim in physical, including sexual abuse and neglected compared to the boys who grew up in a two-parent household. Number four, childhood obesity. Child Children with higher body mass indices, BMI, are more likely to come from father-absent homes. Number five, criminal justice involvement. Family structure and lack of parental involvement and juvenile delinquency the more opportunities a child has to interact with his or her biological father the less likely he or she is to commit a crime or have contact with the juvenile justice system number six gang involvement a high percentage of gang members come from father absent homes possibly resulting from a need for a sense of belonging super important Number seven, mental health issues. Coming from a father's home can contribute to a child having more emotional problems, such as anxiety and depression. Father's children may start thinking that they are worth less than the other children who have fathers and wonder why their father abandoned them. And it makes complete sense. And these are all studies and these are all facts. So if you're even mad at this, fucking, you know, fuck you. Poor school performance. Evidence suggests that not having a father at home may, may have a negative impact on the child's overall academic performance. Research has shown that children who come from a father at home are more likely to drop out of school when compared to children who live in a two-parent household. I never dropped out of school, but I hated school. Not because I sucked at it or because it was hard, but because I knew and I was self-conscious to know that what they were teaching wasn't right. I remember my English teacher teaching about feminism, Black Lives Matter, why Trump was bad, why men and women are the same, and I told her, fuck, no, I'm not writing about this shit. I didn't. Who cares? I got a bad grade. Who cares? Um, 
poverty and homelessness. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 2011, children from absent father homes are four times more likely to be living in poverty. Often children with an absent father also have less networking connections to aid them in the working world. Number 10, substance use. Children who grew up in a home where a father is not present are at greater risk for abusing alcohol and other drugs. Boom. So, like, I mean, there's not much I can say. Like, these are just facts. These are studies, and I I have the studies as well um, recorded. I think my camera stopped recording, but whatever. Who cares? So, anyway, going back to the topic of the podcast, how you can change the world. So a lot of guys are wondering, okay, I understand this is the issue, but how can I change the world? Well, you can't change other people directly. Try it. I have a podcast on this. You can't change her. I have a podcast on this. You can't change other people. You can't change your family. You can't change other people's belief systems. Only thing you can change is what's on the inside, which is you. You can't control anything else that goes on the outside of the universe. You can only control what goes on the inside, how you feel, how you think how you react. You can only control yourself. And by being a high-quality man or being a top 3% man and being the best version of yourself, you start to understand that having self-control, having emotional self-control, being a man who works for his mission and purpose, focuses on his mission and purpose, and he's willing to die for his mission and purpose, he, he doesn't compromise his values or belief system for anyone else. And he's willing to die for it. These men put the biggest impact on women's lives, children's lives, and other men's lives around them. Other men look up to them. Other women want to date them. Other men want to be like them. And so by you being the best version of yourself, not only is it benefiting you, but it's benefiting others around you. Because without you realizing it, you are going to inspire everyone around you to be better the kids you have are going to be better you're producing better children into the world who are better than how you came out into the world right and because you learn the hard way right and so this is all all important things you know and i think as well if you become a better man women are going to realize that they have to become better themselves or they have to stay the best to be with the best. Because women are born, men are made. That's the difference between men and women. Women are born, men are made. Women are born with the highest value, 100% perfectness. Eventually, over time, the more their value system and ethical and, you know, all these things go down... They start to lose their value, a.k.a. sleeping with a bunch of dudes, doing drugs, going to parties. All these things start to lower their value. But for men, we start out as nothing. That's the difference between men and women. We start out as nothing. We have to build our value. We have to build our success. We have to build our power. We have to build our influence. We have to build these things. Women already come with these things. They're born with boobs, ass, right? We are born nothing. We have to create. We have to create something that women are attracted to. That's the difference between men and women. Not many people understand this, and that's just the reality of the world. And once you understand this, you have to realize you're always at competition, not with other men, but you're at a competition with yourself. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's not really hard to be the top 3% of men, but it is very hard 
being the best version of yourself, right? It's very easy to be the top 3% men. Now, literally, you just have to work out, eat healthy, and and learn a little bit about dating. You'll be the top 3%. But a true, true top 1% or the top, top, top percent really are always striving to be the best version of themselves. And they're always fighting to be the best version of themselves against themselves. And it, they're never getting complacent. And that's just the reality. So hopefully you guys learned something from this podcast. And if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys follow my Alphas Only Club 2.0. That's where I'm going to be posting content consistently. Um, that's where I'm also going to be providing um, ways that you guys can make money as well. So if you guys are interested in making money through social media or online in general, you guys can go purchase my social media course and we can start working together um, and things like that. Uh, if you guys don't know anything about social media and you guys want to learn more, also purchase that course. Course, I teach you everything about social media, how I blew up in social media, how I gained over freaking 2 billion views online. Um, and yeah, uh, you guys will also notice I'm no longer accepting followers to the private alphas only club Instagram. And the reason is because one, I wanted to keep it members only and I wanted to keep it private because if I made it public, all these feminists would come in and mass report it and just destroy everything and just ban it and just it causes a huge headache, right? I have a good system going on. We have a good community of men who are in there already. I don't want to get it fucked up by a bunch of feminists, blue-haired feminists especially. That's what Alpha Only Club 2.0 is. It's supposed to stir up drama, create attention, and get other feminists triggered. But if that gets banned, it's no big deal. I still have Alpha Only Club, the original, which not everyone can get access to. I'm no longer accepting new followers. The only way in is if you are new to Alpha Zone Club and the way you want to get in is you have to be invited. You have to be invited by someone else who's already in or you have to join the Alpha membership. And I'm going to be creating more videos on the Alpha membership and it's going to be coming out soon. Um, but it's going to be filled with a lot of shit. It's, I think a lot of guys are going to like this. I was hosting the Alpha membership um, a while back, maybe like nine months ago. Um, I stopped doing it. But now that I have more time... Um, I'm introducing the alpha membership again and I'm working on it as well to add as much value as I can to you guys' lives. So access to the private Instagram, obviously, um, emergency meetings, like private seminars, private meetings with you guys, exclusive videos, content, having connections with people in the group chat, private live streams I'll be doing on Instagram, personal DMs. I'll be personally answering guys' questions through DMs, um, Affiliate opportunities, which are ways to make money, obviously. Um, work with me um, through my course. All my video courses will be free in that membership. Because um, my course right now for social media is $50. Um, and so the alpha membership is probably going to be around there as well. But you're going to be getting a lot more. And you're going to have the opportunity to work with me and make some money as well. I have a few guys on my social media team right now who are making some money, who are making me some videos and growing their network and also getting connections and people are starting to notice their hard work as well and people are starting to reach out to them and start paying them as well that's the whole point of alpha's only club 2.0 um obviously private group chat early notifications events if i'm ever going to be somewhere or i'm hosting an event or a party or you know i'm out on the streets filming a video i'm a i'm gonna let everyone know on the alpha's only club fucking private group chat because that's the only place i could trust people not coming up and trying to fucking kill me right so 
you know, I'll be posting events and stuff like that there um, that you guys come and meet me in person. Um, I'll be doing discount codes and obviously meet other members. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically what's going to be inside the alpha membership. Um, a lot more than what the last alpha membership had. And I'm probably just thinking about just doing a lifetime, um, fee or investment for this membership. Um, uh, no, nothing monthly, uh, just one time and you're in for life. That's it. And so when things change or when things get better, I start making more courses. You guys are going to be getting all those courses for free, all these exclusive videos and content for free. Um, which is a pretty good deal. And obviously you guys can tell things change like sucks to suck, but all the people who missed out on following alphas only club, they, they, they got, they got fucked. Like they didn't, they didn't get to follow. Now I have like 50 or hundred people trying to follow alphas only club privately, but you know, they can't do it. And now it's only for the people who have already been following. So shout out to the boys who have already been following alphas only club. You guys are the OGs and you know, your guys's time and you know, dedication and loyalty pays off, um, pays off incredible amounts and that's how i'm going to show my appreciation to those guys as well um since they're in the group chat or they're in the alphas only club instagram they're technically already a member and they're beginning all these things as well um but yeah hopefully you guys listen to all my podcasts if you listen to all my podcasts you understand how important it is to listen to all the podcasts and do not come to me with questions or anything if you haven't listened to the podcast because i could tell the same question you guys are about to ask me, I could tell instantly if you've listened or not listened to the podcast. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. I, I tried filming a video as well. I think it cut out at the end. But anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. And if you guys haven't already started donating to the podcast, it helps out tremendously. Um, and it all goes towards helping other men just like you. So if you guys enjoy this content and you guys want to show your appreciation, definitely do so. Um, but if you haven't already, go to Spotify, follow me on Spotify, and go rate the podcast five stars. That goes to help out the algorithm, and it literally just helps the podcast spread to other young men like yourself, um, which is extremely important. So hopefully you guys do that. It helps out tremendously as once again. And yeah, if you guys have any podcast topics, make sure to DM me on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I will see you guys next time. You guys next time. You guys next time.